when the Torah describes some of the karbanis, it emphasizes that one cannot offer chametz or sa'ar, sourdough, on the mezbeach. And the question is, you know, we eat chametz all year round. What, what's wrong with chametz? And it's a hot topic today because we're right before Pesach. Everyone's getting ready for Pesach or eating their final chametz, depending on what type of mood you're in. The question is, what's this thing with chametz that's so bad? So, we all know from the Rishonim, the Radvaz, and others in the world of Machshava, they say that chametz represents some type of Yitzhahara, some type of evil inclination. There is something there with the chametz. And the classic understanding, the way I was taught in Yeshiva, was that chametz represents the wasting of time or the laziness, that instead of acting early, and being zrizen, lemitzvah, you have 18 minutes to do it, you let it sit around. If you let things sit around, they are you end up doing the wrong things. And it's the, the lack of excitement, the lack of doing things quickly. But I, th- I think of, there's another pshat. And that pshat could be sport elsewhere, but I'm coming from the world of kashras and the world that I live in, the food industry. What is chamet? So my son came home from school and... One of the arts and crafts said chametz is, you know, yeast and water creates chametz. So I didn't, you know, take it or confiscate the paper from my son. He could color it. But it's not true. Yeast has nothing to do with chametz. What, what is chametz? So chametz is when you have a, you have one of the chameshes mini dagni, of one of the five grains, and water is introduced to that grain. Now you have water and flour. And when you have water and flour, so that starts, you know, breaking down the sugars. Once you have a breaking down of the sugars, yeast, now you could have two different ways. You could have yeast that you pour in yourself. You could have ambient yeast in the environment, which is typical back in the day. That yeast works on the sugars. And when the yeast works on the sugars, it ferments the sugar. It actually creates some type, type, type of alcohol. You could smell it sometimes when you're working on dough. And it releases carbon dioxide. The carbon dioxide is caught in the dough, trapped in the dough. That's where you have your bubbles, your ear bubbles, and your pizza, and your, your challah. That's what chametz is. Chametz is the fermentation of flour. You need flour and water, breaks down the sugars, and you have your fermentation. So, in essence, what chametz really is, it's the allowance of yeast, of foreign substances, to work on and control my product. If you bake it right away, you don't allow other things to, to control and affect your product. But if you sit around or you add yeast to it, specifically add yeast to it, it's going to change your product. It's going to cause fermentation. And I think that is the pshat of why we have to refrain from chametz. The lesson of chametz is don't allow foreign substances, foreign objects to control your life. Even if they do come in, figure out how to deal with it. Bake it quickly. There are d- different things. There's something called ASEC. There's how to work on the dough, even if it starts fermenting. If you retain control of your life, then that's what the lesson of matzah is, that we're, we are retaining control. The chametz is allowing foreign substances, the yeast, the ambient yeast, to work on my product. It's going to work on my sugars. It's going to work on the water. It's going to create something because I allowed it to control my product. I allowed it to control myself. And perhaps that's the lesson that we learn from Hamid.